Uh, so what's up? I'm having a regular one. I just oh, got yeah, one of those my, days. Yeah, it's one of those days. I got home from my mom's house because my mom's computer has a bad mic. So, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> now, you're, now you're here with a good mic. Yeah, my house. I'm on my bed. You can hear the squeaky sounds of my bed. Hell yeah. <laughs> Love a squeaky bed. Yeah, it's very loud and I don't like to experience it, but here I am. Yeah, it's fucking hot as shit out yeah! there. Yeah! Holy moly! Where where are you again? You're in Jersey, right? Jersey City. It's 91 degrees here. Jesus. I don't know what it is here, but it's probably comparable. Look at your phone. That's how I knew. Yeah, I'm looking at my I'm I'm look at my phone. Look at my phone. When my I look phone at my is phone. Amazing. Look at this phone. Degrees. It's 88 degrees, so you know what that means. Are you cracking open a beeb? I'm cracking open a delicious Wegmans brand passion fruit sparkling water. Great! I have two sips left of Strawberry Hollow, I mean Strawberry Fields from Powder Hollow Brewery in Hazardville, Connecticut. It's a beeb. Nice. It's a strawberry lager, I want to say. Uh, I had it two days ago when I was at my house. Uh, before I went to my mom's house to help her pack because they're moving and I remember it being very good but it's probably not good now <laughs> well know, we're having a regular one here yeah oh god I, I would be having a beeb but after this episode's done recording I'm gonna sate my, the, the craving that I've had for Popeyes for the last like month and be, the reason I have not sated my craving for Popeyes is because the closest Popeyes is like a 15 mile drive for me but I really want some fucking chicken oh Sarah so I think I'm gonna drive and get some goddamned chicken after this episode you wanna get into the episode? fuck yeah let's do it She's ready this to podcast. Atrocity of a movie. Listen, it's not. I'm. There have been far worse movies we've done on this podcast. Yeah, I, and okay. there are far worse movies in general. Welcome to Fear Baiting, everyone. It's your number one. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, it's your number one Tony the Wonder Llama fan cast. <laughs> uh, I'm Sarah, and I'm joined this week by a friend of the show, Scout. Uh, Scout, this is your first time on the podcast. Yes? Hell yeah! It is. Yay! So tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us what kind of horror movies you like, what your history with horror movies are, and if you have a favorite subgenre. I'm going to let Smile, while you start with that, I'm going to let Smile out of her tank because she is being a reckless little girl. Okay. I am not a huge fan of horror movies because I am a little baby, but mm -hmm. I have seen every single Friday the 13th movie. Um, 
it kind of started, I don't remember exactly why, but I think we were in middle school, and my dance school friends were like, let's watch Friday the 13th, scary, and I was like, okay, uh, and then we realized it was um, not scary, it was kind of wacky. Um, so yeah. we would get together every Friday and have pizza and we would, we just marathoned through all of them. And this is, nice. this was my favorite one. Um, I don't really know if it is my favorite one anymore cause it's got a lot of issues, but, um, yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed I to, it. I've um, seen most of the Friday the 13th at this point. Hold on. I got to look up the lineage. Because I have, I definitely have seen a lot of them at this point. Oh, there was a TV series. Jesus. Yeah, okay. it didn't really have anything to do with Friday the Thirteenth. It was, according to Wikipedia, mostly about like spooky curses and stuff like that. You know. Yeah, I I've seen a lot. Of, I've seen a lot of the late Friday the Thirteenth, but I've not seen many of the first. Uh, like, the first handful are are not familiar to me. So and I should it's, fix that. Um, it's, I mean, like, you can watch them. They kind of set up the lore a little bit. And the first one, like, Jason, everybody is big on, like, Jason. We all know that he is the man from the film. But the, is first, the first one. Is the first one, is the first one where the, the, the one that ends with the, the lady in, like, the canoe waking up on the lake. And yes. then she's like, oh, I'm going to row to shore. And then Jason, hot pup, like, jumps out of the lake. That's yes. that one. Because okay. Jason is a baby in the first one for most of the he, movie. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's Mrs. Voorhees. it's about his mom. Uh, yes. And his mom is, like, the evil person. And then I think Jason... I was about to ask... I was about to ask which one was the one with Tyra Banks, but I think that's... Um, I'm pretty sure that's a Halloween. I'm not sure. I don't recall her being in any of these. Most of the actors in the films are, like, no-name actors. I don't want to say mm -hmm. that, but, like, people that I've never heard of before. Right. Um, it's not, like... The mom from Freaky Friday, how she was in Halloween or anything. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis. There you go. Oh, yeah. I do have actual other experience with horror movies. Yeah. So, she's the she's she's the lady that tells you about the good about the good poop yogurt. Uh, <laughs> oh, I was going to say something else. I was and gonna she's say, the woman who swaps bodies with Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I was going to say, I used to do social media for, like, freelance before it became my full-time job, and I did run uh -huh. social for my friend's horror movie, uh, She-Wolf Rising, at one point. It is, um, it's not a great movie, I will say that much. <laughs> oh, get their asses. It's like, womp womp, hopefully Mark does not listen to this. But if he does, fuck you, Mark. Yeah, Mark, what the hell? Why you make a film? Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I know about horror movies is I like Jason and I used to have like a little stuffed animal of him that I wanted oh, to fair rules. and it really scared the crap out of my ex, but I was like, he's my man's, you know, Aww, that's one cute. of those. <laughs> so we start, well, we, we watched, uh, Jason, we watched Jason goes to hell the final Friday this, this week. And um, right at the top, I gotta say, I didn't really know much about this movie going into it, except for that the very end of it does have that teaser for uh, uh, Freddy vs. Uh, Jason. Jason. Yeah, I, I didn't know much about this movie. I kind of expected it to be like, like you know how Jason X is Friday the Thirteenth, but in in, in yeah. future space. I fucking like, love I Jason X. This, 
It's really good. I kind of expected this to be like Friday the 13th in like literally in hell, like Doom style. Yeah, when we first, I remember when we first got the DVD and we were going to pop it in. We were all expecting it to be like, you know, Jason battles Satan or whatever. Yeah. But he actually, like, you never see him go to hell except for at the end when he is dragged to hell. So, yeah, like, it's sucks. The, the, title, the title of this movie is a spoiler. Turns it's a spoiler out, for Jason the end of this movie. He does go. He does go to hell. Yeah. Um... So this movie starts with uh, a, a woman in a Let's Go Mets Baby Love Demets Fuck yeah. cap <laughs> rolling up to a cabin at Camp Crystal Lake, and she gets out of her clothes, and she's wearing, like, a, a thong under there. And at this point, I was like, are you really wearing a thong for, like, a super long drive up to a cabin? Oh, and, yeah. But then it, it was, it, I, my expectations were subverted because it turns out uh, she was being bait for Jason because she... Uh, tricks Jason into chasing her into the middle of a crowded field with a bunch of spotlights and special operatives with a bunch of guns and they riddle him with bullets and then they blow him up like a, a monster at the end of a panty and stocking episode. Yeah, it's, um, huh. So that it kind of tricks you, right? And I wrote some notes about this scene. Um, I, I fully expected it from here to be like, okay, and now we go to visit Jason in hell. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's Unfortunately. more film. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, at the beginning, I wrote that she is dressed like Marty McFly, which is my like she ultimate totally fashion. She totally is. Um, and when she takes off her hat, like she, you at first she has like no hair really. She's just wearing this baseball hat, and you can kind of see that she has bangs. Um, and then at, when she's getting ready to take a shower, she takes off her hat, and it like all of her hair comes out, and it's like. <sighs> Big hair. Um, and it's like, it reminds me of, like, the moment in the anime when the space fighter girl removes her helmet and all the hair comes yes, out. Yes, You know? Um, and I'm just <laughs> wondering how she fit all her hair under that hat. Because I used uh, to have really long hair and I couldn't fucking do that. Uh, movie magic. Uh, I've been watching, I, I've been watching, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, the original series. Yeah. And, uh, in one of the recent episodes, there, there's this character who's like, uh, her name is Matilda. She's like a slightly older soldier and she's like a pretty woman. And it looks like she's got that whole thing going on with like her hair, like hidden under her hat. But then we see a scene with her without her hat on and she just got like a buzz cut. Fuck and it, yeah. It com I was completely taken aback. I was like, what the fuck? Where's your hair? <laughs> Sometimes you gotta rock like a butch look. Oh, no, sometimes, absolutely. I was just completely shocked. I was like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> you know, later on, I said the same thing in this movie because there's a point where Jason, possessing someone else, is shaving, like, a cop's mustache and beard off, and later on, you see the cop, and he has no mustache and beard, and I was not able to recognize him at all. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was like, like who's who this, this man? Guy? <laughs> Oh, but yeah, so they blow the shit out of Jason, and then we get our title credits. Uh, oh, I did have one, two more things to say here, sorry. Sure, um, go for it. So I wrote, it's interesting, because this kind of series has always been this kind of, like, puritanical crusade for teens to not do drugs and alcohol, or fuck, or a killer will get you. But the first scene, all she does is shower, and this but movie... But she gets naked, and yeah, she wears a thong. I guess that's true, well... This movie really doesn't like it when people take a shower, because it happens again later. Um, yeah, it does. I also wrote down, how does the towel stay perfectly on when she's running through the woods? 
right? Because, like, when I take a shower and I put my towel on, I gotta, like, hold it up a lot. Otherwise, my towel is definitely gonna fall down. Um, I, just wondering. I, 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 uh, I resonate with that feeling, Scout, but also, um, you and I are relatively, like, not even talking, like, weight, but, like, we are just, like, wide around people. Yeah. Like, we are broad people, and, um, like, regular towels, I feel like regular towels hang better on skinny people. I guess that's true, yeah. Because there's always, like, a big gap in my towel, so, like, I try to get dressed in the bathroom. I literally have to use beach towels if I'm not getting dressed in the bathroom. Well, beach towels are much cuter. You can get one with aerial on it, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I did have one other note about this explosion scene, um... I really don't like the heart prop that moves by itself after Jason explodes into a million pieces. I have serious issues with seeing organs. I don't like remembering that I have organs. So this was very gross to me. I didn't like it. Yeah. I, I know the... I, I understand. Ugh. Gross. Um, but so, we, I, I'm like, oh shit, now it's time for Jason go hell. But n- instead, Jason go morgue. Yeah, Jason goes to the morgue. That's what the movie is called. Yeah. Uh, and the mortician is wearing this, like, funky tie. I was spending this whole scene trying to figure out two things. Like, number one, why is he, what's on his tie? I wanted to know. And number two, do people, like, dress fancy in their business outfit when they work in the morgue? That's got to be dirty. That's what yeah, I was thinking. I feel- I don't know. Maybe if you're like a, because like we the, we see that mortician's assistant come into the room and yeah, he's yeah. like dressed like a lab guy. Yeah. And um, the only mortician, the only morticians that I have any experience with come from police procedurals of some variety. And okay. Yeah. They are I every 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 mortician I have seen on a police procedural has been wearing a uh uh, uh like a, like a, a, a oh my god what is the fucking word a lab coat Jesus yeah this guy I don't believe he. He wears, like, a blue jacket, but I don't believe it's a lab coat or anything. No, yeah, he's just he's just kind of rocking, like, a... He's just kind of rocking, like, a Miami Vice kind of look. Yeah, that's bit. exactly what it is. Uh, and he's, like, recording... This is, like, what's happening over our, uh, our, our opening credits. And do you happen to catch the name of the cinematographer, the director of photography for this movie? I did not, because I found the credits very distracting. So I was... His name... That. His name is William Dill... The director, okay. the cinematographer for this movie was named Bill Dill. Bill Dill. <laughs> Bill Dill. <laughs> Got to give it up for Bill Dill. You know. Giving it up for giving it up for Bill Dill in 2020. <laughs> oh, happy weed minute. Happy weed minute! Yay! Um, he's so describing right. The we find out. We find out a. Yeah, we find out a couple of factoids about Jason, which is that he has been confirmed to have killed uh, 83 people. Uh, suspected of more and he has been shot over a hundred times and in the mortician's professional opinion this guy is dead as shit yeah i (laughs) i'm sorry this scene is really oh it's just weird it's very weird i don't have any other comments besides until you get to a certain part Sorry. Yeah. The, is the certain part being when he takes when when the mortician takes out Jason's heart yeah. and it's still beating oh, and it's still it's so black gross. goop? Oh, it reminded me of the scene in Indiana Jones where, like, in, oh, um, yeah. Temple, in the Temple of Doom, of Doom. where they're yeah. doing the ritual and the heart comes out. I was like, oh, gross! Yeah. I hate it. 
Um, and the man's. Oh, you didn't say the part yet. Hold on. Well, no, he wait. just he he just take, he's like, oh shit, this thing's full of like black goop, and then he's like, mm, yummy, delicious and heart. He just fucking eats the heart. Yeah, Daenerys style. Um, except Jason... he makes like these like. Mm, cookie monster type noises like when cookie monster eats <laughs> he the cookies he's like oh nom, 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 nom. you know he's eating the heart and then he starts to roar when he's done eating the heart he's like Rawr! and jason never roars he doesn't really make noises so that was kind of weird yeah jason well yeah J- jason fucking so he he the demortician has detroit become jason and <laughs> um like there, the thing is that there's like a couple of the the special ops guys who shut the shit out of Jason. They're like stationed up right outside the mortician's office, and they don't like they they don't like come in when they hear this roar. And then the, the mortician's assistant comes in with a with a big the old pizza. pizza, and he's like, "Hey, we can do whatever we want to this Jason. Can you Im- imagine? Ain't we lucky?" Uh, hey, and he like says, "I'm gonna oh, flip the bird to Jason, and I'm gonna take a is... big." Mango-sized crap on your mask. This is the scene that I remember the most about this movie, is just this man saying mango-sized crap. I was like, ooh, that's oddly specific. So my brain just latched onto that, I guess, as a middle schooler. Yeah. God. I think think mangoes might be my favorite fruit. Like, they're, they're definitely up there. I like them, but I think I'm allergic to them, because when I eat them, my tongue gets itchy. Oh, that, um, yeah, that, that'll so... happen. <laughs> so that's bad, but I like the yeah. flavor. I think it's very delicious. Yeah. De- um, de- definitely a top three fruit. Like, it's up in there, it's up in there with cherries and kiwis for fuck me. Fuck yeah, cherries. I'm not a big fan of kiwis because of the stringiness. I like oranges. I think they're very happy, and I like to put them in my mouth and replace my teeth with them. You yeah, know. hell yeah. <laughs> you like to do the, you like to, you like to do the, the, the guy from Lost thing. Fuck! <laughs> gosh okay so the the mortician's assistant is like hey i'm gonna take a mango-sized crap on your face jason and then jason who is in the body of the mortician now is just like shoves a probe into the mortician's assistant's face and you don't get to see it which is good because i it's good but also i'm just like there there is so little in terms of like actually seeing kills in this yeah i noticed that there's a lot of discretion shots like You'll see a guy's head get chopped off, but it won't be like, you know, or like, I, I just noticed that. That was interesting. Yeah, like, it's, 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 it's strange. What was this movie rated? I think R, and it's supposed to be a slasher film, too. So it's like slasher film, usually. It's very, like, gross and full of bloods and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm, very interesting. Yeah. So, he kills the mortician's assistant and then walks out and the two uh, mortician, or the two uh, uh, special ops guys are there like, yeah, Jason's a big, a big pussy and we beat the shit out of him. Uh Hope you're having fun, Doc. And then we just cut to, like, uh, a news broadcast. Yeah. Which is, like, it, it's very obviously aping Dateline or so, and stuff like that. Like, like 20, what, what, what is it, 2020 and 48 hours and Dateline I and think stuff? so. It's called American Case File in the film. Yeah. 
Um, and we we see these like those two special ops guys dead as dirt. Uh, yeah, it says and... dead on their face. Yeah, like... it's like a it's like a big stamp that just like says dead. <laughs> yeah, dead, dead, missing. Missing. It says missing for the mortician. Yeah, because he's nowhere to be found. Because he's yeah. Jason now. <laughs> uh, b- 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 it's very oh, yeah. ridiculous scene though. And then like... we meet my favorite character in this movie. Duke Creighton, or Creighton Duke, rather. Creighton Duke, Sorry, yeah. I had it backwards. Um, Creighton Duke, who is a dude in a cowboy hat. Uh, he, he, <laughs> I like he, his hat. Like, yeah. No, he looks great. I, I love this guy. Um, but we go to, like, they cut to, like, an interview that the, uh, the, 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 the American Case Files host had with him recently. Who, and he's like, uh, uh, there's, like, Okay, I'm gonna say a couple. I'm gonna say two words to you, Creighton, and I want you to say the thir- first thing that comes to mind. And he says, "Jason Voorhees." And Duke Creighton's response is, "Well, that makes me think of a girl in a pink dress sticking a hot dog through a donut." It was weird. It, yeah, it's a weird line. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, I did some research on this man's Creighton Duke, Creighton and Duke. I found out apparently in the lore the reason he knows so much about Jason is that he was, like, hanging out at Camp Crystal Lake at one time. And he was with his girlfriend. And then Jason killed his girlfriend. And so he has, like, devoted his entire life to killing Jason and knowing everything about Jason. So he's, like, the Jason expert, I guess. Yeah. Uh, And basically, Creighton Duke just says, like, so, yeah, Jason's not dead. He's just kind of, like, he's just kind of, like, body snatchering from body to body. Uh, and fucking people up. Uh, that's just he, that's just a meat sack, man. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, "Hey, I need five hundred thousand dollars to kill Jason." And the the American case file says, "I'm willing to put this money forward," which is like for the for the ninety for what it, what this movie was ninety three. That is like yeah. an absurd amount of money for a for a TV show to like just put into something I feel like I mean to me in general that's an absurd amount of money oh I mean absolutely but in terms <laughs> of like what TV what in terms of like with what TV stations ha- get, have to work with yeah because like, you is... don't usually win that money on Jeopardy or anything you know unless you're like unless you're like Ken, Ken Jennings. Jennings yeah yeah but even he was even he was like on a good day cracking like I don't know like on a good day he was cracking like 10,000 oh I yeah think. is that how Jeopardy is that yes. Jeopardy yeah, I watch it a lot with my roommates. Because okay, yeah. you can you can get up to about ten to twenty thousand per day. It's really hard to get higher than that. Um, Ken is not my favorite Jeopardy man's. My favorite Jeopardy man's is Brad Rudder. We're really hoping because like Alex Trebek is not doing good, right? Um, and we're all kind of worried about him. Yeah. So we're hoping, me and my roommates, that when Alex decides to retire that Brad Rutter takes over because he's like a really congenial kind of guy. He's got a lot of charisma, but my parents are really worried that James Holzhauer will win. Do you know him? Yeah. He's the guy who like broke Jeopardy last year. Yeah. He broke Jeopardy last year and he's got this like smile that scares the crap out of me. Just like (laughs) the way he smiles. I'm like, Ooh, Ooh. Did you, did you watch that? Like that, that, that furry who like, who like went like 10 day, who like made it 10 days last year. Shit, I don't remember that. I don't. I don't remember the guy. I don't remember the guy's name, but like he he would always like write his name with like a tiger paw on it. And thank God. 
and he would like whenever whenever he won, he would like throw up his like hands like they were like claw like paws. Yeah, you know, yeah. like King yeah. Shit. <laughs> like, I love yeah. that. <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's great. Um, so Jason. <laughs> so Jason, we go to the town of Crystal Lake where a local diner is having a Jason is dead two for one burger sale. Yeah, Jason is over twenty twenty party. Yeah. Hashtag Jason is over. <laughs> God, I wish K-pop stands would give me two burgers for the price of Jason is over. <laughs> I wish I had two burgers, just conceptually. Yeah, just just to, I, I wish I kind of just had two burgers to have. <laughs> but it's like uh, I think they have a Jason waffle too at this diner. Yeah, and they're, like, cutting the hamburger patties into the shape of Jason mask, and they're like, okay, so if you cut it like this, you can actually get two hamburger... You can actually get, like, with all the... Because they cut it out to make it look like a hockey mask. Yeah. And they're like, here, you can use the beef to make another patty, and that's why it's two for one. Um, and then... And then one of the girls walks up to Duke or Creighton at the at the the, the, the at the at his restaurant down. booth. Yeah, and he's like, "I will start causing problems on purpose, and I will disappear yeah. for this movie for the next hour after doing this." And so you don't remember him for a while. You're like, "Who is this man?" When he shows up again. Yeah, but he's just he he's talking to the waitress lady who is is that that's Diana? Diana. Yeah, yeah, it's Diana. That's Diana. That's the mom. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, uh, you got a fucking." Jason's coming. Watch out. Uh-oh. And then the the chief of police is there, and he's like, hey, don't you threaten her. You're and going to jail, mister. And he's doing some police brutality against a black man, which yeah. is not great to look at, especially in 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, fuck cops. Yeah, cops is bad. This, cops this is bad. movie does it a lot. Um mm-hmm. Cops are really bad, and this movie loves cops. But we also meet our protagonist, I guess, for this movie in this scene, who is Steven. Steven is interesting. And the entire time I was just thinking about Steve from Sex and the City. He, <laughs> he looks marginally like him. Hey, Miranda. Hey, Miranda. <laughs> Miranda. Oh, he does look vaguely Steve-ish. I need to get a. I need to get like a clip of Stephanie saying Miranda, Miranda. Jason Voorhees, Miranda. <laughs> hey Jessica. But we meet him, and he is like the he is the ex husband, or I guess at least he dated her at some point. Like at least ex partner of Diana's daughter Jessica. Yeah, and who is super ha- cute. She's she is, super yeah. cute. And uh, she had who and Jessica had Steve's baby. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so Steven is like, what, what, what even is Steve? Why is Steven, is Steven just like driving for the sake of driving? And then he, uh, yeah, like, picks up Yeah, because he's like driving and things. listening to bad music and like dancing in the car. I'm like, that's what I do. So in that moment, I related to Steven. Yeah. But I don't remember why he was driving. He is Me just Me neither. Driving, but he does pick up some teens who are like, yeah, we're going to Camp Crystal Lake and we're going to, we're going to get naked and, uh, get in and get. And smoke some do smoke some doobers. Yeah, and, I think they do say that. <laughs> no, he and, says that to them. They're like, and then she's, we're and going then to Camp Crystal Lake, and he's like, you wanna do some weed? You know, do some weed and smoke, and smoke some doobers, and have some premarital sex and die. Yeah, that's what happens. And then they do that, uh, and then they die. <laughs> As it turns out, because that's what happens in this movie when you do drugs or have sex. 
Yeah. Let's take a shower. One of, the, one of the girls says, tonight I will sleep outside, and just immediately gets cut the fuck uh-huh. up by, by Mortician Jason. And, like, and then, pinned to a tree. Yeah. Then there are two people, the two people in the tent, a oh, uh, guy and a girl, scene. and the guy is like, hey, you ready for Tony the Wonder Llama? And the girl's like, oh, do you have a condom? And he's like, so oh, So Tony the my... Wonder Llama is his penis. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. That would have been a mood killer for me instantly. Yeah. We don't like it. I don't either. Um, <laughs> names for names for a penis are normally pretty bad, but I think Tony the Wonder Llama has to take the cake as like the worst possible. Yeah, one. I've never heard anything like that. Like, I understand some people are like, "Oh, this is Mister Happy" or whatever. I'm like, "All right, I guess." Still really weird, but I guess. But Tony the Wonder Llama, that. Mm-hmm. All right. You love it. Don't want to think about a llama penetrating a person. Yeah, but the girl's like, and the guy's like, oh, my condoms are outside. You gotta go get them, babe. So she goes and gets them, and then he's like, oh, I fucking hate condoms. And she's like, okay, I guess we'll just throw this fucking condom out and raw Yeah, so it. they throw it on the floor. Uh, and then they get killed. We don't really, we, we see the girl get, like, stabbed through the back, and then, like, With, ripped. like, a, a sign, I think. It's what? It's like a stop sign. Like the pole from a stop sign. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't catch that. And I also noticed there's like this extremely gratuitous shot of the condom on the forest floor. Just and like then, sitting there. So that Jason can step on it. Yeah, you know, normal. Um, but she gets like, she she gets like, it's basically like a Mortal Kombat fatality because she gets stabbed through the back. And then yeah. it's implied that like the machete like rips upwards, like and comes out the top of her. Mm, but you don't see it. You don't see it. You just see like the, you just see like the, the like you, you see the guy, you, it's like a POV shot of the machete basically. And you see it go through her and you see the guy that she's on top of be spookeded and then we like, cut ah! away. Yeah. And he has like blood all over his face. So I guess yeah. it implies that he dies also. Yeah, Shug. probably. Um, we go to Diana, who is uh, out back behind the diner. And we also meet Josh, who is another cop. Is he the cop, uh, the balding cop? Yes, the balding okay, cop. Okay, yeah. And he's with this lady who looks like she's straight out of the 50s. She's, like, got her hair in, like, a little kerchief and some sunglasses on. And she's, like, the cop is, like, let's have sex in the car. And she's, like, let's not. Um, and that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but the, and then, uh, Jason comes up and like, we see this, it's a really funny shot of like the woman getting into the car Yeah. and like, it, it, it like cuts away to like a shot of like a, a, a rubber like dummy getting its head crunched oh, in, the, in, in, between, <laughs> in the window in the car frame. It's really funny. That's a way to die, I guess. And then we get to the the part where so so Mortician Jason has the cop like tied down in his workshop and then completely naked, completely naked. He and gives he's him a on shave. Like, he's on like this table where he's like got leather straps across him, like a creepy torture table, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he got that. He, he just kind of he just kind of has it. Yeah. I you guess. Know, this, mort- this mortician took his work home with him. <laughs> okay. So, um... He's shaving the cop, like, Sweeney Todd style. Yeah. With one of those yeah, scary he... razors. Yeah, with one of those, one of those, uh, 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 uh... Is this a straight razor? I think it's a straight razor. I don't really know. 
But I always just think of Sweeney Todd when I see yeah. these ones. Yeah, it's a Sweeney Todd razor. Um, and he's... Uh, bu- 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 what what oh yeah and then he like it, it like looks like he's gonna like take a big old chomp out of him but yeah. then we cut away to so we don't know what happens yet yeah we cut away to diana's house right it's diana's yeah because this is when she's on the phone yeah, yeah she's on the phone with uh jessica who's t- who's hanging out with the produce with the with the anchor at uh american, american case, case files and he's and, like macking on her yeah he's He's eating that nussy, that neck pussy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, That's a new one for me. Yeah, you're welcome. Happy to introduce that one into the lexicon. <laughs> neck pussy. Normal. <laughs> but, so, he is... So Jessica's on the phone with her mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the man is trying to take a big old chomp out of her neck at the same yeah. time. And then, Officer Josh shows up. And is this like, is where he looks like a different person completely? Yeah, because he's shaved now. Yeah, so he shows up. He shows up and is like, "I'm gonna kill you. I'm Jason." He doesn't say that though. He just does the thing. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and and scary. He, he he like he like gets on top of Jessica on top of Diana and like a, a worm comes out of his <laughs> mouth. Yeah, but then I Steve... called it a snake-like creature. Yeah, and then Steve shows up and says, get the fuck off of her, and stabs him with a poker? I, I like think a, it a... was a sword. It may... it I interpreted like... it as a sword. It looked like a fire it looked like a fire poker to me. Oh, okay. I guess that makes more sense, because she didn't yeah, have a fire poker. But I, I don't know, maybe, maybe, Diana just, maybe Diana just keeps some swords on her. Like, who among us? Yeah. Um, I mean, you, it's maybe she's like a sword mom. Moms yeah. with swords are very hot, I guess. She she's uh she's um she's she's got that Lord of the Rings sword. Fuck yeah! <laughs> uh, oh, and this scene also, um, when Josh, it, I think that's you said his name is Josh, right? I didn't yes. catch his name. Um, when he is looking in the mirror, you can see Jason, not him. Yes. So his reflection is it's like a reverse vampire kind of thing. Yeah, you I guess. <laughs> I hadn't thought about it that way, but you know what? I think you might be, I think that actually might be correct. Well, that's what I wrote down, it so is, it's it, true. It, it, it is a reverse vampire situation. <laughs> and this scene is where it confirms that Jason gets into other bodies by vomiting the snake-like creature into another person. Yep. It's very gross. We hate um, it. So uh, Steve, like, beats up. Uh, Jason, and then Diana catches an ice pick or uh, or something to the back and dies. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. I think. And then, um, like it, it's the end of it's the end of Halloween, basically, where uh, uh, Steve like stabs uh, Jason, Josh, and then he falls out the window, and then two minutes later he's not there. But in the yeah. intervening time, uh, um, uh, Diana's uh, like Steve, you you gotta save. Je- Jessica and and bleh. and dies yeah and dies yeah I do like scenes where people crash out of windows I think it always looks very cool yeah Halloween we listen we love we all love Halloween here does that happen in Halloween I don't know I've never seen oh yeah, yeah yeah it happens it's the it's it's the end of the first movie oh fuck okay well that's it's, good to know it's really they good stole that from Halloween um 
So, see, she dies, and yeah. the, I think... Then this cop, Randy, shows up, who's, like, Steve's friend, I guess? Yeah, this was the cop that was doing the p- police brutality to Creighton earlier. Yes, that's correct. Uh, and he shows up and is like, Steve, buddy, I, I know you didn't do this, but also I gotta take you to jail. And there's, like, one cool edit... There's, like, a cool edit where it's, like... It's like Steve like turning around from like a from like a, a low angle, and then we like cut directly to him finishing that turnaround in like questioning at the police priest at the oh, police yes, station. Oh yes, that was very cool. Uh, and he's like, "Listen, the Josh was just here, and he did crimes." Uh, and uh, Randy, I think, is like, "Yeah, sure, bro, sure, sure thing, bro." Uh, yeah, but you got to go oh, to wait, jail. Wait, do you mean Randy is the older? No, Ed, Ed, is, Ed is the older cop. Yeah, Randy is, is like the friend cop. Yes. Um, but, uh, so we, we, he gets put in jail and he has a conversation with Creighton Duke where, like, I don't this know what. This is so cre- weird. It is. It's conceptually kind of interesting, but also doesn't really like. Like, I, anyways, so what happens is basically Creighton is like, okay, I got to break your fingers in exchange for this information that you yeah. want. Which is like, wh- why? Like, it is it was to pr- upsetting to watch, is too. It, yeah. Is it to prove that he really wants the information? He was like, you got to pay for it. And every time that Steve paid... Creighton broke his hand a little more. It's like um, an, it's like darker than black anime. I've never seen darker than black. That's fine. I'm, I'm guessing that's what happens though. There, there's a character who like the the entire thing the the premise of the show is about people who have like superpowers, but they like have to do a contract. They have to like fulfill something at the end of it. Okay. Like, and one dude's is like he can fly, but after he's done flying, he has to break one of his own fingers. Once upon a time, voice magic has a price. Magic House. <laughs> Remember that show? <laughs> I, I watched one episode of it and was like, no, thank you. It's not I, good. And, and I've like, seen most of it. And then like four years later, I saw the Frozen crossover episode. I, I saw like clips from the Frozen crossover episode and I was like, okay. Well, that's happening. It was a good idea. But damn, after the first season, it tanked. It was pretty bad. That's my thoughts on Once Upon a Time. Welcome to my Once Upon a Time podcast. <laughs> Now, that was a podcast idea. It's true, but will I ever edit it? No. no. <laughs> um, so he's breaking his hands. Yeah, and I'm like, the, the, dude, like uh, uh, ostensibly, Steven is supposed to like be the one to stop Jason, and I don't know how breaking his fingers helps him. Uh, he's got to use his non-dominant hand, I guess. Okay. That's um, shrug. So Steve breaks out of jail after this, because, like, uh... Uh, Duke is in the lowdown where it's like only someone who is like related to Jason, like Diana and Jessica, can kill him. But uh, and he's like hopping from body to body, but all those bodies are like burning out, and yeah. uh, he needs to hop into someone related to him so he can live for out. He can be resurrected, and then yeah, Stephen breaks out and he goes to the we. So we meet um what Vicky I think Vicky has been given Je- Jessica has given Vicky her baby for babysitting purposes. Yeah. And was like, here, sit this baby. Vicky is the lady who was cleaning the floor with Diana's blood, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. She's and she like, also she has red hair. 
Yeah, she also works okay. at the diner. Okay, yes. Um, and at the diner, uh, they, there's, like, a, a little bit of a spat between the owner, Joey, who is, like, this, this like, fat, uh, mean, like, it, it's, a, it's a caricature of a fat person who owns a diner. Yeah. But um, she's like, oh, yeah, throw that fucking baby out on the street. This ain't a nursery. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, you can put the kid in the back, but just put her in the, put her, put her next to the vegetable oil. And then the, there's, a, there's like, a, like a scene later in this part where the baby is in a banana box. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, I like to see it. I love to it's see it. It's a very cute baby. It was a cute, it is a cute baby, yeah. Um, and then, because the, in that scene where the baby's in a banana box, Steven is showing up and is like, yeah. damn, I don't even know this baby's name, but this baby's mine. And then one of the guys who works at the restaurant, Ward, walks into the back and is like, oh shit, Steve. Um, here's my car. Here's my keys. Here's the keys to my car. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And he leaves. He does. He leaves and goes to the Voorhees house where he finds a fucking Necronomicon. Yeah. I read, I did some research, and I read that apparently this is what links this movie with the Evil Dead. Yeah, that that would link it. It is, it, like, it is literally the Necronomicon with, like, the face and everything. So, I guess this movie is part of the Evil Dead. Because then I saw later in the Wikipedia article that I read, it said that there is a Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. So, it's a comic. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I don't know that movie. It's not a movie. It's a comic. I was like, oh, very interesting. Um, and Steve, I like this part. Steve steps on a creaky floorboard. He's like, ah! And I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, because the Voorhees house is just, like, littered with traps, apparently. Like, there's some trap doors, and there's also just some, like, areas of the house that are, like, really worn down through, like, yeah. years and years of being in disrepair. But he falls on the floor, and he gets his ass stuck in it. And then uh, Robert walks in. Robert, the sleazy anchorman from uh, American Case Files and it's like hey buddy baba boom I got a new I got a good idea to, for the to make the ratings go bada bing bada biz through the roof <laughs> I, I stole Diana's body and I put her and I hit her in the Voorhees house and I'm gonna take the camera here tonight and bada bing bada boom I'm doing television baby he and is then, exactly like this and then J, and then he's like hey rain hey right Hey, Rexman, guy I'm talking to, you gotta calm down. And then, oh no, I'm getting attacked by Jason. And then he yeah. gets, and then he gets Jason's worm. And then, is this when Josh fucking melts? Yeah, I wrote down the man who, because I didn't know his name, the man who was previously Jason is melting. He leaves his jaw on the floor. Gross. Yeah, it is kind of nasty. I, I like the effect. I like whatever it they did cool for this effect. It was a cool effect. Yeah. But he was, like, bubbling and, like, turning into Nickelodeon slime. <laughs> he <laughs> was. He was. He was. He was anamorphing into... He was... He, he was, uh... He was doing his, uh... Uh, fucking Alex Mack cosplay. Oh, fuck! <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Holy shit, I forgot about that one. Yeah, me know. too. Did you I, ever that's... just turn into Silver Slime? God, I wish that were me. <laughs> Sometimes you just want to be Silver Slime and fucking chill. Yeah, it's like a Capri Sun commercial. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, so he's like melting and just like I don't know why he started to melt all of a sudden. Because but... the Jason, because being Jason had like worn through, like so. Uh, spoilers for the like I I, I want to say like the midpoint of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. 
But like, you, you know how uh, King Bradley was like one of like 50,000 guys who had been trained to be the Humungalungus Pride? Okay, I haven't got there yet. Oh, sorry. Okay. Shit. It's fine. I'm totally cool with it. Okay. Keep going. Um, but he was like one of like 50 billion guys and like all of them just like had all, all like everyone in his like everyone in his troop like got injected with the Philosopher's Stone and then if they survived they were pride but none of them survived and they all just turned to jelly and kind of died and exploded. Mm, gross. Anyways, that's what happened. He, it, Jason's body is too powerful to, for, like, it, to it, be a it, homunculus. It's like it's like if you stretch a rubber band all the way. No, not a rubber band. I'm trying to think of a. It's like if you put a. It's like if you put a child a children's T-shirt on a bodybuilder. That T-shirt is no longer going to be wearable by a child after it's done with being on the bodybuilder. <laughs> there we go. That's that's the analogy I was going. That was for. a great analogy. I liked it. Thank you. Um. Somebody, but, uh, the next note I have is about somebody taking a shower. I don't think that's yes. Right. No, it's not because uh, Stephen is just like sitting with his ass stuck in the floor and watching Jason just kind of like leave. Um and uh, oh yeah, Jessica takes a shower and is about to is getting attacked by Robert, but then Stephen it's shows impossible up. Impossible to take a shower in this movie. It is. Everyone in this movie ha- is legally required to be stinky or else face S- the wrath of Jake Jason. Smelly people in Crystal Lake. Everyone in Crystal Lake smells like shit. They're afraid yeah. to take... They're terrified to take a shower because of Jason. Fuck. Um, maybe it's a Psycho reference, too, right? That's in Psycho when she takes a shower and it's like... Dur, 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 dur. Maybe. I don't Entirely know. possible. <laughs> uh, um... So she's taking a shower. Yeah. And then she gets attacked. She gets attacked, but then Steven is like, Hey, Robert, Jason, fucking stop it. And, like beats him up and runs him over with his car and uh jessica's like you are a fucking crazy person you just killed my boyfriend you kidnapped my daughter earlier you are get the fuck out of this car i'm gonna beat the shit out of you and she kicks him out of the car and and, like just drives off to the sheriff's office and is like she's like hey officers uh steven did a did is doing crime and so they send randy to go take care of him oh man um, but before that happened, before Randy shows up, um, Robert Jason shows up at the, no, 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 we, we go to, we go to that. We go to Randy picking yeah. up Steven on the side of the road and there's like a, they have like a, a tussle and yeah, a, they start fighting each other for no reason. Yeah. There's a fun, there's a fun little scene where they're like both exhausted sitting next to the police cruiser and Randy's like, you're coming with me, bud. I've got a gun. And then Steven's like, He's like fucking, I've got a gun too, dude. Everybody in this movie has a gun. Because like later in this, there, later there's a scene in the diner, and all of a sudden everybody in the diner has a gun. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, but so um, uh, Robert uh, 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 Robert shows up at the police station and kills almost all the cops there, except for uh, the sheriff Ed. Um, and Steven shows up and is like, I'm going to blast him. Bang, bang, bazoom. <laughs> that sounded a lot like the Robert impression. <laughs> bazoom, <ba-ba-boom. laughs> But he like, he, he, uh, 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 Steven fucking blasts Robert Jason, uh, and is like, okay, Jessica, let's go. Let's run away. And then the cops are like, okay, take this guy to the morgue. But then Robert Jason wakes up and kills the cops. Yeah. Uh, Robert, Robert Jason says a cab. He does. This is the only part in the movie where I liked Robert at all. 
Yeah, Robert is bastard man for the rest of the movie. But for <laughs> listen, oh, broken, remember... cl- broken clocks Sorry. are right twice a day. <laughs> I remember in this scene also, Jessica. Right, she's here in this scene, mm-hmm. and somebody says to her like, "Get her new clothes," and they're like, "Well, the only thing we have is cop uniforms." I was like, "All right." So she spends the rest of the movie in like a undershirt. And cop pants for it's, whatever it's, reason. It's a very, it's a very final girl outfit. Yeah, it was. And she tucks her shirt in, and it does look good. Like I she like when people tuck their shirts into their pants. I think it's a good look to me. Yeah, it's good. I, I like the it. <laughs> so the next scene, right, is the diner, right? Yes, they go to the diner, and uh, the. Joey, the owner of the restaurant, gives Ward gives Ward a gun, and he like this. I, I <laughs> R.I.P. Ward. He like walks out of the diner and does like some cool like like you know that scene in Emperor's New Groove where Kronk is like uh just like running around doing his own yes. theme music. <laughs> it's like he does that except for it's like he's just like cool gun poses. <laughs> and the gun that he has is like huge too. Like, mm-hmm. everybody's got, like, a gun with, like, a scope at the end in this movie. Uh-huh. I noticed that. Yeah. That's but that, so, that I noticed. Uh, Robert Jason walks up, and Ward is like, hey, fucking don't come any closer, bub. And uh, Robert does come any closer and splits Ward's arms in half. Womp. Womp, womp. Uh, he breaks into the diner, and there's a fun kill here where uh, I didn't even catch... There's another, like, chef at the diner who he kills. I didn't even catch that one, but there's... <sighs> there is a fun kill here where Joey, the restaurant owner, is, like, trying to stop him, and he just, like, headbutts her and bumps her chin into her mouth, and it looks kind of funny. But this is the scene where they boil the man in the fryer oil, right? Oh, yes, that's like, right. Oh, very gross. Because at first... Jason puts this man's head into, like, um, they're, they're at a counter, and he puts it into, like, this thing, and I thought he was, like, trying to drown him in the sink. Maybe there was, like, a sink full of dishes, but then I realized it was the fryer oil, because it was making the fryer noise. I was mm-hmm. like, oh. Hell of a way to go. You know, that's one way to die. Yeah. Uh, um... But Vicky shows up and is like, hey, Jason, go to hell. And she stabs Robert with a, a pipe. A, I think. a pipe? Yeah. But she then, looked very good doing it. Yeah. I was very then, thrilled to see her. But then Robert Jason stabs her back. And that sucks. Yeah. Does, um, there's this scene, I think, in this scene. Sorry. She, sa- she says, go to hell. I don't know if yeah, I said that. Yeah, she already. does say that. Um, I think in this scene also. Jessica hits Joey with something and makes her fall over. And I, I'm not sure if it was a brick or a napkin holder. Did you I, catch that? I, I didn't. I, I, thought that jo- I thought that Joey just fucking dies because she, like, gets hit. She gets her chin knocked into her mouth. No, there's this, like, it, it must have happened before that. But jo- Joey is like to Jessica, get out of here. And jo- uh, Jessica's like, no. And she picks something up off oh, the yeah, counter. Oh, yeah, I think it is. An, it's got to be, it. be a napkin holder then. <laughs> That's in, in, true. Unless, yeah. the, unless the two for one Jason's dead burgers are like, unless they keep bricks on the counters. <laughs> you get a free brick with every burger. Yep. But uh, it's they, the toy. We, what, what, what's the sequence of events? Because we, like, get, like, a, a, a first-person POV shot of one of the cops walking into the restaurant and finding yeah. all the carnage. And they find a note that says, like, uh, that says, like, 
this is Duke. I have your baby. Come to the house alone if you want to save your... It's in, like, scribbly handwriting. Yeah, if you want to save your baby. And then Robert Jason jumps the camera, and uh, we don't really know what happens. Yeah. Because then the next thing immediately that happens is she shows up at the Voorhees house, and Creighton's like, oh, you came alone. Good. Yeah, because Jason could be anyone. Yeah. Uh, you need we are to ki- all Jason. Yeah, and he says you need to kill Jason. And I'm going to give you your baby back if you, when you do it, uh, because you know only only people related to Jason can kill him. Yeah. Oh, this. So you know how the baby is wrapped in that blanket? Yeah, the baby's all swaddled, nice and comfy. Yeah. So I notice that the weave of the blanket the baby is wearing is super loose. So I thought that the baby was wrapped in like that fruit wrapping that they wrap fruits in with all the holes in it because the baby was in the <laughs> banana box earlier yeah. so i was like oh i guess this is the this is fruit wrapping now the baby is a banana god that's what you get when you have on the podcast when uh. i show up this is what happens <laughs> so anyway she is um he tells her you know you you can hold the baby and he gives her like the dagger right i think this is when she gets the dagger yeah 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 yeah. it's very cool i like to look at it it is very I, like, cool there's like some hold it. there's some fun effects when she yeah. takes the when she, she she takes the dagger because it's in the hands of someone power it's in the hands of someone who has power now to the power and... to kill jason cgi has come a long way yeah it's the 90s yeah Listen, we've all we've all grown and learned in our in our different ways. Yeah, including CGI, it's yeah. grown and learned too. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, this is when the uh, so Duke falls into a trap door. Yeah, like not like a this it, it doesn't like fall away like broken floorboards like it did for Steven earlier. Like it just fucking like it, like a door like oh, like a hinge like loosens and the and the trap door opens. And he, like, Jessica's holding on to him, and Duke's like, don't let go! And then, uh, Sheriff, the Sheriff walks in, and she, uh, Jessica immediately lets go when he, when he walks in, and Duke just falls down and gets his leg impaled on something. Yeah, and he's like, you have to kill both of them! Yeah, because also, because also Randy has shown up. Yeah, so there's two of them here. And And they're both, they're both, like, talking and walking just like they regularly would, which Jason has not proven to be able to do. Jason just kind of, Jason only roars. He only roars and ambulates and kills. Yeah. But, so, she stabs Ed, the sheriff, and then, uh, Randy is like, ha ha ha, now I will take the win, because I have been Jason this whole time. I was just very good at acting now. But then Steven comes in and, like, slices Jason, Randy's neck open with a machete. Yeah, and then the snake-like creature shows up, right? Yes, and it crawls into Diana's dead body vagina. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Before that happens, they try to... It possesses... It tries to vomit itself into the baby. Yes. And the snake-like creature now has legs, and it makes this noise like... Whenever it moves, it's just making that noise. Um... I make that noise. Very weird. I make that noise whenever I move also. <laughs> it just, it, you know, you ever work out really hard one day? Oh. <laughs> Sometimes my knees pop and I'm just like, ah. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. That's me every time my knees pop. 
Anytime I try to stretch. Yep. So that happens. And then the snake-like creature crawls into Diana's vagina. Yes. And everyone is like, did the snake-like creature just crawl into Diana's vagina? Without saying it. Did they just crawl into into Diana's vagina? Oh my god! And then Diana become Gregante. <laughs> Diana become Gregante and Detroit become Jason. Fuck yeah! And Jason just like he explodes out of the floor. He's yeah. like fully formed. And then he like has a fucking fist fight with Steve in the background in the backyard. Yeah. This is so funny because like Jason moves very like rigidly, and he's just like hitting him. Over and over with a pipe. And Steve's like, uh, uh, uh. And it's, I don't know why. This just, like, like tickles sorry, my sorry to, sorry to send him a this thing, but it's also, it's just very funny when we've seen, like, uh, Jason, like, with a blunt, with a blunt object just go directly for the head in the past. Yeah. Yeah, so he's just, like, slapping him a bunch he of is. times with this pipe. Uh, but then, uh, but then our, but then, um, fucking game, sorry to Game of Thrones, but Arya... <laughs> Uh, Jessica does the Arya killing the Night King thing where she jumps off of a rock and like lands on Jason and stabs him in the chest. And then he, he starts to explode and some souls come out of him and then she kicks him in the, she she kicks the dagger all the way in and he like gets dried into hell. Uh, Hold on, wait, why is he's going to hell? Okay. Mm -hmm. So theoretically, we always think of heaven as up. Yes. And when the souls explode out of Jason's body, they are all going up, and he is going up. And I'm like, Jason goes to heaven? Well, he's, he's not going up. He gets dragged into the hell. No, before. Before, when, like, maybe Maybe it's because souls... he is, maybe it's because he has still, like, like, if you've got an evil Jason soul, but also, like, the soul of, like, 80 innocent children inside of you. That's true, maybe, yeah. Like, so you maybe can, they are all Maybe you can tip it. the scales a little bit, yeah. It, 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 but uh, then then they kick the dagger in, and all of the souls go to heaven, and Jason gets dragged to hell. By some hands. By some hands, yep. And Stephen almost gets dragged to hell in the process. And for, like, a couple seconds, Jessica just sits there and watches him. And then she's like, oh, shit. I should probably um, save like, this guy. Okay, I guess. Like, and... listen, who among us? <laughs> I mean, Stephen wasn't a great man. He wasn't an awful man. He was just a man, I guess. He, he, yeah, he was a man. He didn't try to take a shower, so. Yeah, so he gets to survive, and she, he and Jessica and their baby walk off into the sunrise, um, and then we pan and back to- And a lullaby like... music is playing. I think that's very yep. important. We cut and we cut back to like where the hell hole opened up, and we see like Jason's mask, and there's like some dust being uncovered by the wind and a dog. Uh, well, uh, the, first the wind, and then a dog shows up and like sniffs the mask once and then leaves, and then yeah. Freddy Krueger hand comes up and grabs the mask and pulls it into hell, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah, and then the the music happens in the credits. Yep, it was very jarring to hear like the the lullaby music, and then all of a sudden the music's like dun dun. I'm like, all right. I guess this is how it goes. Yeah. I was also very worried for the dog in that scene. Because whenever a dog shows up in a movie, I get very worried. Yeah. I'm glad the dog was fine. Yeah, thank God. And that's Jason goes to hell the final Friday, even though it was not the final Friday. It's, there's more Fridays to come. 
Yeah, there are three Fridays more, in fact. Yeah. Um, I did see uh, the one with Jared Padalecki. I did see that one in the theaters. Yep. But at the time, I did not know he was, because I did not watch Supernatural at that yeah, point. Yeah. So me, I was like, here's a man. Me neither. Um, actually, no, that's not true. I did know who Jared Padalecki was when I saw that movie, because I watched it. The first time I watched it was for this podcast. Oh. I haven't looked at the backlog in quite a while, but how did you feel about that one? Just uh, for my personal record. Lukewarm. Yeah, that's how I felt about it, too. Um, it was fine. <laughs> on a scale of zero to five frisbeed condoms, <laughs> how many condoms thrown like a frisbee are you gonna get this movie? Because I don't rank it very like this movie off the do- this movie off the jump loses like two whole points just for not actually being about Jason in hell. Yeah, that's from what I saw on Wikipedia. That's a lot of people's like big gripe with this movie is that Jason, first of all, does not go to hell until the end. And Jason hardly is in the movie. It's like other people being Jason. Yeah. Um, I give this, you know what, this used to be my favorite one. So I'll give it a three and a half. Three and a half condoms. Uh, correspondence from friend of the podcast, Kara Dwin, who I, I, after watching the movie before starting this podcast, I sent, I sent her a message. Uh, you know, for a movie called Jason Goes to Hell, I kind of expected her to be like in hell for a portion of it. And she said... <laughs> Yeah, as someone who was a kid when that poster and ad campaign was around, I imagined the most fucked up movie ever. Then I watched it as an adult. Because the poster also has that silver version of the mask. Like, it's going to uh-huh. be Jason's hell armor, but no. And and the poster also has the, the snake. snake-like creature coming out of the eye hole in Jason's mask where he lost his eye. Yep. Um, so it it looks a lot scarier. Yeah. Uh, you know. I, I'm uh, I, I'm giving this one a uh, I'm giving this one like a two and a half out of I, I'm giving this one a two and a half. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'm very generous with it because I have a lot of nostalgic memories. Yeah. Um. So we got a question. This one from uh, at uh, at Semper Funny on Twitter. Who wants to know Jason go Fuck hell? Yes. <laughs> Jason, do go hell eventually but only at the end. Yeah, yeah, at the very end of it. After like a long labored out film jason do go hell yeah um so that's it for questions so we're gonna do recommendations now scout what do you what do you have to recommend in general yeah um what do i like (laughs) oh this week i've been thinking a lot about fire emblem because i think a lot about it every week um i fire emblem throuses Fire Emblem Throuses with a fourth bonus house. Um, Four Throuses. It's good to play, but it's not my recommendation. I still recommend Breath of the Wild because um, I started playing it again during this quarantine and it holds up and it makes me feel very happy to explore and walk around and change your costume. I think it's very important to change your costume. In any video game, you should be able to change your costume. This is just That's tr- my thoughts. <clears throat> These are facts. Yeah. That's my recommendation. Um, my recommendation is going to be, um, what am I going to recommend? Uh, I guess I'm going to do a twofer because I played through Bloodborne again. Um, it's, I, I just kind of, I, I'm just kind of at a point where I'm like, play, I guess in quarantine, like I'm playing it every three months or so. If you um, like that. It's a good video game. I played it again. Uh, and I'm also going to recommend a new anime airing this season called Deca Dens. D-E-C-A dash D-E-N-C-E. It's a really cool show. Um, the second episode completely... Uh, 
I, I don't want to spoil... I, normally, I'm not one that cares about spoilers, but there is a uh, a major, like, pu- pulling the rug out from under you moment in episode two that I don't want to spoil, so I'll just talk about episode one, which is... It's about uh, a girl who works in a, like... Like, um... Uh, like, uh... I'm trying to think. Like, imagine the bathhouse from Spirited Away, but it's instead of instead of like instead of that it's like steampunky and she works on the side of it like she works like cleaning the 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 place up and has to like scrape shit off the sides of the building uh, and it's like on tank treads and shit um and that i'm not describing it very well i sh- i'm gonna recommend you watch like the trailer or something but it's a really really good show uh and at least watch like the first watch the first episode and then watch like the first five minutes of the second episode and if you don't like it from there you can dip but i really i really recommend at least getting to the five minute mark of the second episode um so that's it for podcast scout thank you so much for coming on yeah i love to do it uh where where can people find you and what are your plugs okay i will do my plug first um so, I had a podcast two years ago called Unlimited Play Jerks about Faith. You know, the very medium anime video game series of Faith. And I hate editing, so I didn't make an episode two with Amanda. And now Amanda we will edit it because she is very good to me. So, we're doing Unlimited Play Jerks again. Nice. And it's coming back. And you can find us on Twitter at, at UBJCast and our podcast is on podcast platforms. So, so like, in experience fate. Not without, like, a lot of trigger warnings, but experience fate. We like it. Um, and you can find me, Funny Scout, on Twitter talking about Lawrence Hellman Gloucester from Fire Emblem at cybernetics, C-Y-B-E-R-N-E-T-I-Q-U-E-S. I had to remember how to spell that. <laughs> It'd be like that. Yeah. Uh, if you want to, so think, uh, first of all, thank you very much to the people who are supporting this podcast on Patreon, patreon.com slash fear baiting is where you can uh, go for that. Again, I'm going to continue to recommend that you, uh, send money, uh, over done into this podcast. I would instead send, suggest sending money to the, uh, the, the black lives matter movement, but people, yes. people who have supported the podcast at the five and $10 level do get their names right on the podcast. So thank you very much to. NDN Snufkin, Ducky Aisha, Kit Spindler, and Michael Kaiser for all your support. I love you all so much. Uh, if you want to find us, we're at Fearbaiting on Twitter. Uh, if you want to listen to... Uh, thank you very much to, to Noisepace.xyz for hosting this podcast and so many great other so many other great ones. Thank you very much, especially to Matt GameCube for ho- for being the podmaster of everyone. Um, the podfather, rather. We love Matt GameCube. We here at Fearbaiting Industries love Matt GameCube. Uh, thank you very much to our podfather. Uh, thank you very much to Seda for providing the intro and outro music of this podcast. You can find their music at people you meet outside of bars or head to gaygothvibes.online. Thank you very much to Blair who edited this week's podcast. Blair is a king and you can follow him on Twitter at Blair Kitch. I'm on Twitter at SunHatGenya, S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A. There is a, if you want to hear more of me, I am on The Wonder Yerks, uh, which is an Animorphs podcast that I do with Blair and Seda, and I'm also on Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. They left some podcasts made by foreign of the Terminally Online, and that's uh, a podcast that you can listen to. Um, the, the I wasn't on the latest episode, but it was a really good one. Uh, and I think that's everything. Now that I've motor mouthed my way through everything, so that's gonna. You did do it. it. So until next time, I'm Sarah. I'm Scout. And remember, you can be a fucked up guy anywhere. Good night, everyone.